everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Welcome to Scare Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Burton, and today I am joined by Hannah Parsons. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Lisa. How are you today? I'm great. Good. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about the movie Jaws 1975, film classic. I had a couple of bad experiences as a child watching movies that were too intense for me, and then like having nightmares and like it haunting me for a really long time. So I try to avoid them for that reason. But looking through like lists of scary movies trying to figure out which one I wanted to watch, I was like, oh, I've actually seen like a lot of these accidentally mm-hmm. somehow. So that yeah. was interesting to realize. Uh, shark is attacking a community. There we go. We nailed it. Shark is attacking a community. <laughs> oh my God. That's it. it. That's, that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. Yep. When I was looking at the movies, which, by the way, traumatizing, just looking at the, the pictures of all the, like, the posters for all these movies, I was like, I'm going to have nightmares just from this. <laughs> Why is it? Like, the Babadook yeah. poster? Ba- Babadook poster is is very no spooky. Thanks. No thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm. I like close my eyes and I see that picture now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So hmm. yeah, I picked the right movie for me. Yeah. And um, I was like, I want a movie that is, like, a great movie. You know, like, and it. And I started thinking about like, how it is such a touchstone and like so quoted and like and the music is so famous and everything I was like I want to like revisit why that is now that I'm older and I have like more of a, an idea of like what is a good movie and like what what things I can like really appreciate I think I'm gonna give it a grade I'm gonna give it an A yeah I'm gonna give it an A this is a great movie it's a great movie through and through, whether yeah. or not you like scary movies or not scary movies. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's got great actors. It's like the scenes are really patient and beautiful and um, just the, the structure of it is really great. It's thrilling. It's, th- oh yeah. Oh, and it sneaks up on you. Like the editing and the fucking score is amazing. The fucking score is amazing. <laughs> Well, there's, there's definitely a big through line of um, the money protecting itself before it protects people and not being able to trust the people in charge to be responsible in that way um, for... So, I mean, it, that's definitely a, a fear that we're facing every day now with big corporations and everything. Um and, and then the idea that there are these, like, freak things that are going to happen, you know, like, aliens are going to land, you know, there's going to be a freak crazy shark that's going to attack, there's going to be a hurricane, and, like... And what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Who, yeah, who is going to protect me? Who is in charge? Can I trust the people in charge? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite moment in this movie? Oh, boy. 
I mean, my, my brain is going straight to that cabin scene where they're all drinking and showing each other the scars. It's so good. Show it's so good. Way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago. Just that, like, calm before the storm. Yeah. It's the point where all the characters bond. Yeah. So that you realize they all actually do care about each other. Yeah. That's a great moment. That's a beautiful moment. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. and crazy and it's it's you're finally getting like the full like i wanted to see it chomping on a person yes and you finally get that and you're like this is surprisingly satisfying it's also very funny to hear you someone who does not like scary movies <laughs> say i want to see it chomping on a person <laughs> they're so evasive with this the whole time i mean there's there's so many shots of just the water not even a fin it's mm. just the water just the water, or they show you someone nearly slipping into the water, right. or they show... Like, the water becomes another character in this mm -hmm. movie in a great way, where it's not only just, like, fear the shark, it is fear the water. Yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah. Oh, that when he, when he, uh, when the mayor or whatever is like, guys, get in the water. Nobody's in the water. And then they just, like, <laughs> look super scared to get in the water. They're like, no! It's so spooky. Ugh. Remake, Hannah, would you yeah. please remake an epic, iconic American movie? Yeah, hold on. Give me a sec. <laughs> Let me just, I'll just work that real quick, cast it, and then uh -huh. we'll go. Um, so you would cast everyone except for which woman? The the wife of the police chief. I don't, I don't know what, and I think it wasn't necessarily her but whatever the writing was between them, it was like a relationship that I didn't, I don't know, it didn't stand out as like, oh, I get what these people are doing. It just felt very foreign. And it may be just like the time that's passed since the 70s that like relationships look different or something. But there was just something about their give and take and their communication about their children and like some of the reactions. I felt like a lot of the times she was, they were writing her to be oblivious to what was going on, which would make sense with like kind of feed into his extra anxiety if he's the only one worrying about this. But then like every once in a while she would get really scared too and jump on board, but it wasn't consistent and it didn't like follow an arc or follow like a, oh, she's not, she's oblivious. And then she's really on board. It just like kept, even though she'd already been on board, then she'd be oblivious again. And I was like, what's happening? Who's making these choices? What do you think you would do differently? How would you have fixed that? I would have, I would have, I think it was smart to have her be oblivious and be like, oh, the kids can be in the water. But I would have like played that hard in the beginning and then had a turning point for her where she realized like, which it would have been a great one when he, the kid almost gets eaten by the shark, then totally on board, which they probably did that 
sort of, but they I would have hit it a lot harder and made it a lot clearer. They almost did it right when, at the point where they were looking at the book about the sharks, mm-hmm. and the boy was in the boat, like the sailboat on the water, mm-hmm. and she at first was speaking to her husband like, it's okay, we just got in that boat for his birthday yeah. or whatever, like he can be in the boat, and the, the guy was like, no, and he had just been looking at these shark pictures forever. Then they do that shot of her looking at the shark picture, mm-hmm. and that that's when they look up. But right. they didn't hit that moment hard enough. Exactly, because yeah. I saw them just like kind of trying to do that, and I was like, I don't believe it. Like her reaction in that moment, I was like, I don't believe. Because she does, she suddenly goes, "Get out of the thing," and I'm like, why? Yeah. There, there wasn't a hard enough reason for her to change her mind at that point. 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was like the only, that was the only part that bugged me. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder too if that's at all related to like, because nowadays scary movies, you really want to have a bonded like uh, love relationship between a husband and a wife at the mm-hmm. beginning so that you see the deterioration of their relationship throughout. Right. I wonder if this... If this was the, again, like you were saying, just the difference between the time where it's like mm-hmm. at the time you were still coming off of like the 50s and 60s where you had a nuclear family and the man is the breadwinner and the mom is just there to support the husband. Mm-hmm. Um, because she also was a pretty independent character. She was also like a pretty independent woman doing it for herself. Yeah. And, um, she also didn't seem to have a real matriarchal um, personality or like mm-hmm. character for this. Yeah, yeah. There was there's one there's one scene um, that stood out to me where she's like, I think she they're about to go out fishing, and she's like saying goodbye to them, and then she the camera like is to her back while she's watching them for a while, and then she decides she has to leave and she like turns and she runs and it like the camera follows her and she actually like disappears because the cut's weird it's just like oh she's gone bye yeah but that moment I was like I don't really know who you are and I don't really care mm-hmm. and this feels arbitrary to me yeah Uh huh. Oh, why did you direct that lady like that? (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I should know her name. That's rude not to know her name. Yeah, her character name is. Yeah, her character name is Ellen. If that helps. There you go. I guess. Yeah, that's more respectful. Ellen. (laughs) Um. Oh man. I mean, I'm interested in. I'm interested in. I really want to talk to that editor, uh, Verna Fields. Um, From an editor's perspective, because you also are an editor. Yeah. Because, God, there were just so many uh, great, great moments. I I felt like one of the really cool things about this movie is how it's so... The music and the visuals are working together in a way that I feel like is was unexpected to me like I am I expect there to be like that Jaws music leading me into the scary moment instead of like the scary moment hitting me and then the music being there or like 
there were so many moments that were just visual where you're focusing on something else, you know, and then like the scary thing comes, but it would be like, if I wasn't watching, I would totally miss it. But if you're watching intently, like with the rope thing, and then suddenly it's the giant mouth there and there's no warning and there's no, and it feels almost calm and like, oh, there's a giant shark mouth here. It's, it's just like extremely effective and like kind of the best case scenario for me is someone who's scared of scary movies because it's like you're you're able to relax like you're given permission to be like oh we're just on a journey you don't have to be stressed out there's gonna be a shark that comes that tries to kill them every five minutes but we're not gonna like extra freak you out like that's probably enough chill i love that <laughs> I also love that it uh, it also plays into this is natural. This is a natural thing that's happening. Right. Is that sharks eat things. Right. Like tiger sharks are the uh, the pigs or the like waste basket of the ocean. Mm-hmm. They will eat everything. Mm-hmm. Great white sharks are known to be man eaters, but really, great white sharks are just looking for a big meal. Yeah. Like And it's not emotional. Yeah. It's just nature. Yeah. That's what happens. I do like that, that that they, you know, everybody really took this movie and ran with it. But um, but that's because it has, it's, ground, uh, it's grounded in a reality. Mm-hmm. Like, this was based on the true story of, do you know this? I don't mean to freak you out about the mm-hmm. ocean. But this is ground, grounded in the, in the true story of there was a, a shark attack like rampage in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, in maybe the fifties, uh, and it they a lot of these things are similar storylines where it was like mm-hmm. they had to close the beaches for a little while um, to try and catch this shark, and it was a big great white shark that they caught off mm-hmm. the coast, and it was more that the the shark was coming into the Hudson River, and the oh, wow. it was coming in inland into the rivers. Um, and eating people that were going swimming in the rivers. Oh man! So, but it was just out for a meal. Like it yeah. was, it was just there to yeah. feed. It just got lost or confused or whatever. Yeah. It didn't go all the way, you know, to find its meal somewhere else. So, yeah. Um, I like that it had a motive, like that that made natural sense. Like if it'll get territorial about this really easy feeding ground that it found, and it's going to keep defending it and eating it for as long as there's food. Yeah. God, I just loved, I loved it. I loved, I loved, I love that the second hour is just them on the boat trying to get this shark. Me too. Yeah. Because it's also, um, and it's like these men bonding over a thing that only men can probably bond over. I mean, maybe not. I mean, if you had three women on a ship like that, I'm sure it would, it would still be bonding and (laughs) go fine. But it's like. That. In the 1970s, like... Yeah. No, but 2016, that's what we need is an all-female Jaws. Yes! Guys, we solved it. We solved it. We solved sexism. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I Um, love that. Like a super riddled, like, veteran chick who, like, has this boat. Like a Mad Maxian. (laughs) Yes! Like, that's exactly what we need. All-female Jaws. Thanks so much for being on my podcast. Of course, it's fun.